0: Hi, my name is Keegan Lamar. I'm a certified professional coach with the International Coaching Federation and am certified as a specialist in core energy performance dynamics. I work with people who are wanting to understand what peak performance looks like and how they can become unstoppable. Hey everybody, this is episode 37 of the Unstoppable Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Keegan Lamar, and I say it all the time in my podcasts, performance equals potential minus distractions. So here's a story. You're getting ready for the game and you wake up with 100% energy and focus for the day in your hotel room with your roommate. And as you're getting out of bed, you feel a sharp pain in your back that didn't miraculously heal overnight that you had tweaked the day before. Minus minus 15 percent. You then reach out to your family that is in town to come see the game and ask if they have Advil or potentially something stronger that might help you walk upright so you can bear the pain and get through the day. They come over to your hotel and you get some strong ibuprofen and it slightly helps plus five percent. You then go to breakfast with the team and with a buffet spread, you wind up eating a little too much and start to feel bloated from both the food and all the fluids that the medical team has been forcing you to be drinking, minus 10%. You then start to feel the effects of some of the food and the medicine and have about an hour to kill, so you go to your room and you take a nap. But you completely sleep through your alarm and wake up 20 minutes late into the team meeting and haul ass through the hotel, retweak your back, cause a panic internally, get to the meeting late, wait outside, come up with an excuse that you were with some trainers and they were helping you out. You wind up getting chewed out by your coach saying, if you ever do something like that again, your ass is never traveling again. Minus 20%. You then start feeling nauseous from the medicine, the food, the nap, the pain, the stress, and you wind up going and throwing up in the bathroom. Minus 10%. Game time comes and you're doing everything that you can to try and lock in. You get help from the trainers to loosen up and basically have them absolutely rip you a new one with a deep tissue massage so that you can just forget for a moment that you're in pain somewhere else. Plus 5%. You then leave the locker room and every hometown fan is telling you how garbage you and your teammates are and they get a beautiful VIP access to the tunnels and you just try and laugh about it but your team has barely won any games that year and part of you knows that some of what they're saying might be true. Minus 10%. You then take the field and begin warming up just to realize that you actually completely ruined your back and can barely bend over to get into a semblance of an athletic stance and after you bend over, you don't even know if you're going to be able to come back up. Minus 10%. You manage to get through the warm up before the game and it's now time for kickoff. This isn't just some scenario. This is a real story of an experience I had before playing Arizona State my final season of college football. Anytime our team travels, we always did a short workout because it helped offset the effects of sitting on any plane. However, the final exercise is dumbbell squat jumps. And on my very last set, on my very last rep, when I landed, something popped. At first, at first it just felt like, you know, when your knee cracks or your knuckle cracks. But then that burning sensation of, oh shit, something is seriously wrong. And I'm now injured. It happened. And all the thoughts of everything that just occurred, everything that's gonna happen to your career runs through your head. I went to the trainers immediately and I asked them, what could have possibly happened? And I said that it just felt a little bit weird because there was no way in hell I was gonna say that I couldn't hardly move my left leg and I knew that I was leaning to one side just to compensate being able to walk straight. This was perhaps one of the most painful days of my life and having that happen and then having to sit on a plane with this feeling like a knife was driving into my lower back was terrible. And the worst part, being the long snapper on the team meant you got the back row, the corner seat of the plane. Before we even started the game, I was operating at 45% of my potential due to the distractions that I was experiencing that day alone. Over half of my potential to perform was out the window before kickoff. How the hell is anybody supposed to perform in that situation? I was absolutely no use to my team or myself. My entire mindset was in a just get through this, just survive type of mode there is no way I was prepared to perform with all that was going on in my head. I share this because we all go through distractions in our life that take away from our ability to perform. Some of them are things that are within our control, some of them aren't. In my story, you probably understood that there are things that were and weren't. Our ability to block out any internal and external distractions is a superpower that enables us to simply perform without hindrance and to remain clear about what is, what was, and what will be. So what are the things that distract you? My guess is that you've experienced quite a few of the following things. Tiredness from having to get up early, the weather, your main clothes are in the hamper and you have to pick something you don't usually wear, your car is low on gas, there's a slow driver in front of you, you miss the train. You realize you're late on a bill. You realize that there's a bill coming up and you don't know if you're gonna be able to pay for it because you've been going out and having drinks with all your friends recently. There are no spots to park at work, so you have to park somewhere far away or park somewhere that you have to pay. There's a creepy person who disturbs you on on your walk to work. You miss your first meeting. You have tons of emails because something seems to have exploded since the close of business the day before. You forgot to charge your phone. You're having relationship issues. You're worried about your kid's schedules. You get asked to do something you didn't plan for at work. You miss the train coming home. You hit all the traffic coming home. There's no food in your fridge when you get home. You're just tired and you don't have time to spend with the people that you love. Every single one of these items has the ability to detract from your potential and most of the time you don't even realize it people operate beneath their potential all the time because of distractions that they allow to pull them in different directions during the day. It happens for athletes and it happens for executives. However, that doesn't mean they have to distract you. There's a way in which you can remove these distractions and get back to performing the way you know you're capable of. Detached Involvement Detached involvement is the practice of simply not giving a crap about what goes on, whether it's to you, for you, or around you. It's a neutral stance on life where you simply see things as things and don't think about them as positively or negatively. Someone cuts in front of you and it, on your way to work becomes now just a car that's in front of your car. A bad text simply becomes a text with words in it. A strongly worded email from your boss now just becomes communication to you. There are ways that you can practice not taking anything to heart and it can become your greatest ally in some situations. Every story becomes what was, what is, and what could happen just simply based on facts that you know and real things that you can analyze. You woke up late, you missed the train, you got to work late makes sense, right? There doesn't have to be a whole story behind it, so don't make one. Some people refer to some of these things as being cold. But when you're preparing for the biggest presentation of your life or the biggest game of your life, someone spills coffee on you because they're in a rush and you're having people email you in a frenzy and text you all the time and try and distract you about something they don't think that they can handle and they need you right now and drop everything that you're doing, you have to be cold you have to be damn cold in order to perform at your potential sometimes trevor moad the author of it takes what it takes refers to this as going from reverse to neutral before you can go forward because whenever you back your car out you have to pause shift into drive and then you can move forward there is no such thing as going from reverse directly into drive because there's that moment of pause There is no switching from panic to confidence in the blink of an eye either. There's a moment in there where you simply have to shut everything off for a moment. Hit the reset button and get clear and real about your situation before you can make a plan of action. Let's talk about the reset button. This is when you take a moment to just stop, clear your head and get real with yourself. Let's say you're playing a game in the playoffs, whether it's and it's pretty much single elimination, and you're the team's most trusted asset. You start the first half knowing your opponent. You know their strengths, you've studied the film, you know your game plan, and you've studied everything. You've got a wide open shot, you miss it. Let's say you airball it. Next your teammate passes you the ball and you don't meet the pass and it gets tipped and they get an easy bucket. You play defense too close and they get the corner on you and drive by for an easy layup. Winds up making you get pissed. You drive the lane and get blocked because you didn't see the help defense come over. Suddenly you have these blinders on and you're playing like trash. All things that at halftime, all the things that you pretty much just experienced at halftime can go one of two ways. Try and diagnose what the hell is wrong with you or hit the reset button. What has happened is not some type of prequel to the movie series of your life. Everything you do might be related in some sort of way, but the things that happen to you don't define what comes next. Some athletes know how to hit the reset button. Others have a literal thing they do that is a reset button for themselves. And some people have a literal reset button tattooed on their body. This is when you know the best thing to do is have a short attention span and a short memory because all you're doing is creating distractions in your life. We've all seen the athlete who plays horribly and then comes out in the second half in stunning fashion and blows the doors off the joint or goes full blown rocky and out of nowhere seems to find the fight within them to finish on top. It's not like they suddenly became stronger like the Hulk, where the more he's hit, the stronger he becomes. It's just that they have finally had enough and put their foot in the ground and they have finally decided to eliminate the distractions in their world and simply perform to their potential. We've all had that moment, that time where you just got sick of getting kicked in the face and you stood your ground. When I was a kid, my brother and I did Taekwondo and we got some sparring gear. My brother's a few years older than me and the difference between a pre-teenager and a teenager can be pretty big. My brother and I were in our living room and with the whole family sitting around on the couches watching us like we were in a cockfighting ring, saying, come on, hit each other. We tossed a few shots back and forth and I wound up starting to get a little bit hesitant. My brother starts getting a few more shots in with a little bit more power and I start actually closing my eyes, bracing for the hits. He then punches me square in the nose. I felt the blood start rushing down my face and I had a moment. My Rocky moment. Or I mean pretty much I should say my serial killer moment because I started absolutely going ape shit on him and flew across the room, wrapped him up in a chokehold and only God was going to save him in that moment. My mom absolutely flipped out seeing him turn blue in the face and screamed for me to stop. Seeing her actually concerned that I would end my brother's life was a little bit more than enough for me to snap out of the moment and just let him go. It was a moment where everything that happened leading up to that would have made the world think that the fight was going one way, and in a moment's notice, it changed. I changed. You can hit the reset button at any time and tap into that inner killer within and absolutely dominate at any time that you want. It's when you stop being hesitant, throw all your bullshit out the window and go for it. Understanding that nothing is in your way and nothing has ever been in your way and you can impose your will whenever you want. Stick to the facts. For some people who are in a place where you're just thinking about what you want to do next and next and next, just stop. Where are you? What's real? What's the goal? What can you do? Paralysis by analysis is a wonderfully terrible trait that detail oriented people plague themselves with. They think they're playing chess, but really they're trying to do thermodynamics as a third grader. It's probably not going to end up well. So many people create distractions, making them or really masking them as opportunities. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love someone who can see opportunities everywhere they go, but. At some point, you have to stop being the big idea person and just do something already. What restaurants have the higher price point? The ones where the menu is small, it were the ones where the menu is a small novel, or the ones where the menu is restricted to specific things in a focused manner. The more focused you get on your goals and what you're going after, the better those things become. A 10 watt flashlight will cast a wide light over an area and just make things brighter. A 10 watt laser can melt through metal. Same power, different focus. If you're wanting to conquer the world in a hundred different ways, I've got news for you. You could probably do it in one to three ways as well. You can eliminate distractions and just perform when you have less to focus on and less pulling at your attention. So stick to the facts. Ask yourself a couple questions. Where are you? Where do you want to be? How many things are you doing that aren't helping you get there? And how many things are you doing that are helping you get there? When you can answer all of that, you can easily find that there are things that you're doing that aren't serving you. And you can actually start to refine those things to make you more efficient, less distracted, and just as goal driven. So what are you doing to remove distractions in your life? If you're looking to tap into your potential more frequently by getting rid of the junk in your life, I want to talk to you. If you have any questions on any of the topics I've covered today, or you just want to take the next step in your mindset journey, you can reach me at keegan, K-E-E-G-A-N, at lamarcoaching.com. And until next time, keep being unstoppable in your pursuit of success.